0: Hi everyone, welcome to Inspiring Faith with Amber Love. In today's episode, she will be sharing her personal testimony that she shared at a local church originally on July 13th of 2014, and only one year later on her first missions trip to Kenya, Africa, she shared it to a group of teenagers as well. It is titled, What Are the Odds? You're just a typical infant to whom everyone is surrounding you, giving all the love and admiration they can. They're expressing how adorable, cute, beautiful, and healthy you are. Your first birthday is coming up and the entire family is super psyched to celebrate it, though most infants don't even have a clue what's going on, but you're admiring the attention. Your parents are so lucky to have such a healthy and beautiful one-year-old, but maybe they should knock on wood. What if something tragic occurred? Sometimes children of all ages look jovial, enchanting, and healthy, but suddenly all that can change within a heartbeat. I'm 17 months old and my grandparents are unable to get a hold of my parents. My brother is screaming across the house and I'm close to death. My parents just dropped off my five-year-old brother, Tyler, and I at our grandparents on a Saturday morning and then we're off to a wedding. The next day, a Sunday morning in the month of June, was when the danger began. I had just woken up and was eating breakfast with Tyler, my grandma Vicki, and my grandpa Russ. It was just a regular day when out of nowhere I started to not feel so well, so Vicki brought me to the couch and simply called my parents. My parents hadn't answered, so she left a voicemail saying exactly these words. Hey April, it's Vicki. Amber isn't feeling so well, can you give me a call? About five minutes later, Vicky left another message saying, I think Amber is sick. She has a fever and her cheeks are pink. Call me so I know what to give her. Exactly two minutes later, the last message was, April, the ambulance is taking us to Children's Hospital. Meet us there. My parents had gone to breakfast that morning and when they came home, they heard all three messages back to back. After hearing the shocking messages, my parents rushed to Children's Hospital and found me on a gurney with many doctors, nurses, and paramedics surrounding me. My mom could not bear seeing me like this and just looked at Vicki and Russ with tears in her eyes. She was frightened, just like any other mom with a child. Finally, my grandparents explained to both my mother and father that I went down the hall to get a blankie and lay on the couch. Russ said I stopped in the hallway. My eyes rolled back in my head and I fell to the ground. He rushed to my side and realized I wasn't breathing. He began CPR, which he had just learned, while Vicky called 911. I began breathing again after a few minutes of CPR. The paramedics arrived and rushed me to the hospital. Then the doctors explained to my parents that I had a febrile seizure brought on by a spiked fever. Vicki told the doctors I was fine, laughing and playing all on Saturday and most of Sunday morning. She explained I, all of a sudden, had pink cheeks, spiked a fever, and passed out. From the first symptom to the 911 call was only 15 minutes. The doctor said a very small percentage of children will experience a febrile seizure. He also stated that there was a 20% chance I would continue to have them until I turned 5. At that point, children grew out of them. I was that 20%. For the next four and a half years, I had the weakest immune system you could ever imagine. The littlest cough, sneeze, cold, and flu symptoms would make me fall back into a seizure. My mom and older brother, Tyler, became so used to them that every time they saw someone sneeze, they would just get me situated and watch it happen in front of their eyes. Eventually, I grew out of them. And by the time I was seven, I finally began to understand what actually occurred. It made me realize how lucky I was to have a grandpa who saved my life. It was clear to me and everyone around me from this young age that God had a purpose for my life. It is my dream to fulfill that purpose and praise God for his love and grace in my life. By this realization from the time I was seven all the way to today, I have always wanted to be in the medical field dealing with children, and that's exactly what is going to happen. Many people don't have an experience so terrifying that it can lead to death so suddenly, but it had a significant effect on me, which made me the person I am today. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more.